Welcome to All Me Podcast. Welcome back to another episode of All Me Podcast. You can probably hear my AC unit in the background, and that is because it has literally been 102 degrees every day this week. It is officially summer, and I'm not even mad about it. Summer is my favorite season. Being out in the sun gives me so much energy. I wish that there was more to do here uh, in Odessa. Uh, I ha- the person that owns my building, he allows me to, him and his wife allow me to come over and use their pool and their pool house. So that's a blessing. They're a sweet older couple. Um, but I don't want to be over there all the time because it's so much to have to like make sure that I bring food to eat and stuff. But besides that there's not really much else to do outside in the sun and I'm used to being able to go hiking like super easily going to the river hanging out with more people I haven't done that in about two years now and this is like the second summer where I don't have that so it's a little bit but it's like every time I go outside now it's like I just want to stay there and I don't want to come back in But then there's times where I just don't want to leave my apartment. So a little bit contradicting. But anyways, I hope all of you all have been doing well. I did not record this episode um, ahead of time to make sure that I got out on Wednesday. This week was just like an I don't care week. Started off pretty good towards the end of this week. Today I feel a lot better, but starting to get towards the end of this week, I was just feeling like crap and like I don't care and a little bit not necessarily depressed but just down and like whatever but thankfully feeling better now um had my first interview today uh don't know how I feel about it I feel like it's um an opportunity for me to settle again or an opportunity for me to stick with what I want for myself So, kind of having that mental battle with myself right now. I've been having tremendous fun with my PS4. Uh, I don't know if I told y'all the games that I bought. I think I did, but just a refresher. I bought The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt, uh, which, if you know the show on Netflix, the show is made from the books, and there's a, a game made from the books as well there's a lot to it there's potions there's battling sword battling me having to figure out how to counter attack and I was just like you know what I'm just gonna take my time on that game don't know how I feel about it I got Call of Duty Warzone so I could play with my sister and my brother-in-law because they be on that a lot I'm realizing that I don't like Call of Duty Warzone that much um oh one of my games needs to be updated too it's just too intense for me like it gives me anxiety slightly um and like the mechanics of it aren't and i and i so i compared this to fortnite right i love fortnite now (laughs) never thought i would but i enjoy fortnite so much but if you look at the difference in mechanics i feel like fortnite is easily easily a more relaxing battle royale game 
probably because like it's cartoons um the mechanics in the movements are a lot easier for me to navigate or work than uh call of duty warzone is like warzone i feel like just a slight movement and my neck is like snapped to a oh that's another thing too so call of duty warzone you're like the only thing you see are your arms so you're really in like you really are that person in Fortnite, you can see your full character running. And so, and I feel like there's a way to change that in Warzone. And I feel like that might help me out a little bit. Because um, I think you can change that perspective. But in Warzone, I'm a lot more like jumpy and uh, scared. And I think, too, the noises are a lot more realistic. In Fortnite, I'm not as jumpy um, so yeah, Call of Duty Warzone, I got Fortnite. I, like I said, I love Fortnite. I started playing by myself and got, excuse me, and got Battle Royales already. I think I got like two Battle Royales just by myself within that first week or so. Maybe it was the second week. I think it was the first week. Completely surprised. I'm like climbing the levels like I do this because I does do this. Okay, Battle Royales and Fortnite. <laughs> you can't hang with me. Um and then I have teacher friends that play as well. So I've been playing with them. Uh I got another Battle Royale in duos with uh one of my main teacher friends and then uh, I got my niece to start playing with me because she had never played before either let me just say too if I can brag on my niece really quick and it's she's my oldest niece this girl is a beast she literally I think like the first day we started playing together she caught on so quick and and I have to remember too this is also my niece that plays Call of Duty with my sister too like She's playing with her mom. She's 10 and she's playing Call of Duty with her mom. She's a beast. I aspire to be like her one day, like legitimately. But she was catching on so quickly. But I remember we couldn't figure out how to get her to take the shield potions and how to um, heal herself with the bandages and stuff. And so we'd find ourselves in the middle of us uh, fighting with someone. And I'd be like, okay, you have to go in this room. We're not leaving this room until you figure out how to do this but then the circle would be closing it was just like utter chaos but she's amazing we got a, several battle royales with us doing duos uh together uh and i she's just she's amazing it's been really really fun playing with her um and then I've gotten like more battle royales after that with my other friends so and i i've been trying to go back in and play uh solo I don't like playing solo. I'm a little bit more on edge playing solos, but uh, haven't gotten any more battle royales by myself, just mainly with other people. But Fortnite, 10 out of 10, fun. Uh, and Warzone and Fortnite are completely free if you're doing the, like if you're just playing battle royale. And then I got this game called Detroit Becoming Human. It's a decision-based game that I saw from uh, that I saw this guy on YouTube. His YouTube name was Brilizy. He played it. I only watched a little bit of it, um, but it looks really cool. I've been wanting to try decision-based games because I've watched videos of him playing 
other decision-based games like uh, The Walking Dead, um, Life is Strange. There's like different seasons of Life is Strange too. Uh, and, and then this one, I fully watched him play the Life is Strange games. And so when I saw it, I didn't want to buy it because I was like, it's not going to be as exciting because I literally know all of the decisions that can be made um, and that other people have made. So I got Detroit instead. Again, Detroit being human. It's about, it's a futuristic world where uh, people can purchase. It's kind of like uh iRobot but not as intense and the robots actually look like people and you can recognize the rope the the characters in these decision-based video games because they're using actors uh to create them and so I forget what the light-skinned black guy's name is from Grey's Anatomy but he's pretty well known especially for speaking up um on uh black issues Jesse something I think yeah Jesse something he has really light eyes he's one of the robot characters in the Detroit game I'm just kind of taking the Detroit game a little at a time because it's a lot you start off as or one of the characters that you play is a robot that is issued to the the detective like police department and so anytime you're playing him he's going into a crime scene and there's, you have to collect so much ev- evidence and then analyze the evidence, but you have to make sure you do it in the right amount of time so you really have to be paying attention to what you're doing because things are gonna carry on. And so that one's like a lot of thinking. And so I play that one every once in a while. I got Little Nightmares, uh, which I've watched several people play the entire thing through. Uh, so I kind of know the story of Little Nightmares. If you don't, it's super, super interesting. So even if you're not going to buy the game to play, I would, uh, I would say like go on YouTube and watch, um, someone's gameplay of the game because it's really, really cool. It would be a cool, it reminds me of like Tim Burton type stuff, uh, but really cool game. You're, uh. I think the the character's name is Seven, and you're kind of just navigating this world where there's these weird creatures uh, that are trying to get you. It's a po- I think it's like a post-apocalyptic type world, um, and that's pretty much. Not it's not the gist of it, but that's what I'll tell you without giving away all of it. Types thing, and then I got Apex Legends. I've gone through the training for Apex. I don't think I'll ever play it. It's it's too much. It's literally like, because you can do Battle Royale, it's free, just like how uh, Modern Warfare and Fortnite is. You can do Battle Royales in it. But it's like, it's a shooting game. But then also, you can zip line to different areas. You can like jetpack, fly almost... There's just like additional elements, and I'm just like, it's too much for my brain. It's too much to have to figure out. Like, and then it's like, I feel like for Fortnite, the land is pretty 
simple like you're on an island the circle's getting smaller so you're either running through like a valley or you're up on a hill um there are some zip line areas but i don't ever really use it and then i think too i, I don't do any of the building on fortnite i don't know how to build and i i have not taken the time to figure out that aspect of it I just like running around, making sure I got all my my guns, my five guns, and make sure they're the ones that I enjoy using, the ones that I use well. And then I just, I win that way. I, I use none of the building, which probably would help me. And especially because in Fortnite, like there's wolves in the woods. So even if there's no people around, you could get attacked by wolves and die that way. Uh, the new season of Fortnite came out like, two days ago I think and it's with aliens aliens have invaded so now you have to worry about aliens like so I just be shooting Apex Legends and I think too because I haven't played with anybody else yet it's just been me kind of going in and seeing what's up I'm not really enjoying it so that might get deleted thankfully it was free so I'm not even tripping overcooked I only really play Overcooked with uh, one of my teacher friends because she has it on her Switch. Uh, and it's pretty fun. It's chill. It's like, you know, those cooking games that you used to play online. You're the character and you have to get these orders out and try to get a certain score to get three stars type of thing. Pretty chill. Uh, it's a fun game. And then uh, obviously Minecraft. I actually haven't played Minecraft in like a week. But I have a home. I have a bed. In a boat, I, I made, made sure I made a boat because I'm trying to get to other parts of uh, the area that I'm in to explore more. But I'm always just afraid that I'm going to forget where my home is. So I have to try to remember the coordinates. But then like by the time I actually get there, it's always nighttime. And there's like more creatures now. Because before, I remember there just being zombies and then creepers, endermen, skeletons, and then I think that's all I could remember. But the last time I played, there was this flying thing that I swear looked like one of the aliens from like Alien, not, no, not Alien vs. Predator. It looked like one of the aliens from, um, no, just the alien movies, like Prometheus the one that like has wing type things and like grabs your face and then the neck wraps around or the the tail wraps around your neck it was like that and it scared the crap out of me because i was like i'm inside my house i'm all boarded up why is there something attacking me and then i saw it sitting in the corner scared the crap out of me so i think they done added new creatures to minecraft so i'm like y'all doing too much i'm just trying to explore and live but yeah i'm enjoying my ps4 and then thankfully, like, I can uh, log into all of my streaming accounts for, like, Netflix and Hulu and all that. So uh, I'm actually able to use my TV because before I would just keep the TV in my closet because it was just in the way. And my laptop that I would hook up, like, through my HDMI was starting to die. And I had gotten a new computer, and so I was just watching watching stuff on my computer or my ipad but now i actually have a use for my tv so it works so yeah i'm happy with it happy with it speaking of my tv the other day i was watching 
I watched, uh, I didn't watch the first Step Up. I watched Step Up 2. And I realized, for one, Channing Tatum cannot dance. He just has, like, this swagger about him. Like, this look on his face, this beautifulness within himself, within the outer parts of himself. (laughs) That whatever he's doing, you're just like, yeah, I like that. And I was watching this movie and I was like, this man, can he cannot dance at all. I also just finished watching um, Evelyn from the Internet. And she always does African accent with certain things that she says. So I'm kind of like <laughs> in, inspired by her and channeling her in her quirkiness. Because she was just talking about, she was doing a personality test and just being goofy. But anyway... He cannot dance at all. He really, really can't. He really can't. Um, And then, like, the beginning parts where he's battling the girl main character. Like, he tells her, if I win, then you have to apply to this uh, creative arts school. And if you win, then you can do whatever you want kind of thing. Even though it's, like, up to her guardian. But, you know, whatever. And they're dancing and there's these trampolines. And I'm just like, y'all are literally doing nothing but wiggling around like those uh, tall things that are in front of car dealerships and jumping on trampolines. But yeah, so there was that. Then I realized as I was like getting towards the middle of it and they were, if you, hopefully y'all have seen the movie. If you haven't, like, where have you been in life? Come on now. Once they get towards the middle of the movie, they make their own crew to battle in the streets, as they say. Freaking corny as heck. And the group of people that they have in their crew are kind of like the school's outcasted students who have passions, but to other people aren't appealing on the outside. And so they're like, well, this is where we'll fit you in because your hair is too long to do this your teeth ain't straight so stop smiling over here uh you can't do choreography so stop dancing type thing and I realized that the main characters in this movie or I'll say the the girl main character she's not that great of a dancer compared to all of the supporting actors and actresses the supporting actors and actresses are like legit dancers and are killing it. And I feel like it's such a, I don't know. I think when I was younger watching this movie, I was just looking at everybody like, wow, this is awesome. And I wasn't really paying attention to the main characters because I feel like the main character's job was really just to have the love story aspect of the movie continuing to go. Because without that, then it wouldn't really be a romance. Uh, the main the main guy character for the movie though he's actually an amazing dancer and he's the same uh, white guy from uh, you got served that was in like the two white boy group the white boy group that um, like showed him up and they were all like pissed off about it uh, he's the one not the one with the spiky hair I have to look up his name I don't really want to so I'm not going to being lazy right now I don't really care but he can actually dance and it was really nice like watching him 
dance and you can tell that he was like classically trained but also uh knew how to uh what's it called new hip-hop dances i can't even think of like the actual term for the type of dancing that he does but other than that like all of the supporting actors their dancing was just incredible and I don't know, it makes me it makes me wonder again like how producers and directors and stuff how they choose their movies like and I imagine somebody writes a story and is like I want to do this movie about dancing and about different styles of dancing and bringing people together but in order for it to be um picked up by a production company I would imagine they're like, well, I'm only going to back this if it's going to make me money. So we need to put these faces in the front of it so that it guarantees people will come and see it. And then that's where your Channing Tatum's comes in. And which is nothing wrong with Channing Tatum. I honestly will say that he's not the best actor, but he's nice to look at. I think my favorite movie with him is... um, Oh, frick. What's the movie with him and Amanda Bynes and she's the soccer player? I can't even think of the name of the movie, but that's one of that's my favorite movie with him because I feel like I enjoy watching him be goofy in the more serious scenes, though, where he's like trying to be all sweet and serious. It's like, sir, your acting sucks or it's not it's not where it could be. But that's my favorite movie with him. But his acting skills aren't top tier either. I can't, But then again, it's like, okay, then who would you replace him with in that movie in Step Up? In the first one, too. I feel like he did a pretty good job with his acting in the first one. His dancing again, like when you, in hindsight, I don't know how many years it's been since that movie came out. I'm like, boy, you weren't doing no kind of dancing you just you looked well in the outfits that they put you in that's what it was um but it's like who would he who would they have put in his place and then I think about too like do they consider putting any race in those lead spots and I would have to say that they probably don't like think about that they just think about like who they would want money wise instead of thinking about who would be who would better serve that role because I feel like there's probably countless uh dancers that could have filled that role but then I think about too all the independent movies that I watch that are dance movies where they're actually picking someone that dances more than they act maybe like they're newly acting the acting parts of the movies do be trash. It's like anytime I watch an independent movie, I, you just have to get past that first 30 minutes or first 20 minutes. Because always in the beginning, it's such bad acting. And then once they get closer into the story, the story is just so good that it overpowers it. And then you can see them kind of get comfortable in their roles and the acting gets better towards the end of it. But it's like it's an independent movie. Not many people have seen it. So it's obviously not making money. So that's why Justin or Step Up and Step Up 2 and stuff aren't independent movies because they have the particular actors come in so that 
it would make the money that they needed it to make type thing. So I can't be mad at it, but it was just like a an observation that I made. It was like, dang, all these supportive actors are out dancing the lead actors. But the lead actors are really there just for the romantic aspect. Besides the, the guy main character and step up to. Because he actually be dancing. He'd be pop locking it and like spinning and doing all kinds of crazy stuff. If you could see the motions that I'm doing while I'm saying this, I look like I'm seizing, but I'm like trying to motion pop locking. I'm getting it though. Don't worry. I'm getting it. Anyway. Uh, new things that I have watched for Love of Book and Film. Um, a recent movie that I didn't realize was a movie until it was over. I watched Berserk. Uh, you may have heard about it. B-E-R-S-E-R-K. Uh, because the, uh, the creator of the manga recently passed away either this week or I think it was like last week he passed away and a lot of people were paying homage to him um I have never read the manga or manga I've never watched the actual series I think the series came out in like the 1980s if I was not mistaken or 1998 I could be wrong I remember looking it up but I don't remember off the top of my head right now and then in 2012, they made three movies. Um, there are three arcs. And I ended up not realizing it because they put it on, they put the three arcs on Netflix. And I thought I was watching the show. And I didn't realize till it was over that I was watching, I watched the second arc. Um, very, very interesting. After watching the second one and then going back and watching the first one, I know after watching the second one, I was more curious and I wanted to try to find the show and figured it'd probably be on like Amazon uh, Prime or something, or maybe even um, probably not Crunchyroll, but who knows. Uh, And then I watched the first one and it was like, okay. I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. And then I watched the third one, and the third one lost me. The story is very strange, and I feel like maybe the three arcs don't do the entire story, it's justice. But from the three arcs I watched, it's this character named Griffith, who at some point in the show... um, I think, I'm pretty sure like they show how it happened in, in the show... But he is, he gets this necklace and I forget what it's called, but it has this like red, it almost looks like a fig, but it's like a a deep reddish color and it has a face on it. But he's given this necklace because he's like chosen for something. Um, And I didn't really understand exactly what he was chosen for until I watched the third arc. Um, uh, Also, I will say like the, the show is very graphic it's completely rated r uh so if you're going to you know watch it be wary because it's it's really really intense but so this character griffith is given this necklace he's like a chosen he's chosen for something i don't really know what he's chosen for i don't even think the people that are following him know what he's chosen for but what he does is he gets together a group of uh 
leaders who the the leaders they have their own uh, group of men and they it's like they go and fight for different kingdoms uh for bounty um and but the way that he chooses these people is because like he sees certain things in them or whatever this last person that he uh recruited his name oh what's that man's name Dang, and it's so unique. Guts, that's the man's name, Guts. He's this huge, huge dude who, like, is like a, um, not Goliath, is like a Samson type, like, huge, super powerful, uh, can fight off 100 men, like, super, super tough. He's the last one to be recruited. And they have this flashback moment where Griffith says, I, ha- I have to have you, uh, like, your mind type thing. And I already kind of get the sense that he's like, he feels like he owns these people because it's almost like the the people that he's recruiting are outcasts and they would have, they would end up in a lot more trouble if they're not recruited by him because Griffith is like a, he's not a nobleman, but he's on his way to becoming one. People respect him. And so he's like, I'm kind of paying for your freedom, so you owe me your life type thing. And I'm already like, I'm not with that at all. And he says at one point, uh, none of y'all can be my friend. None of y'all can say that you are my friend until you are my equal and you can stand like toe to toe with me. And so um, I forget at what point, but Guts kind of makes it his mission to become Griffith's friend because they all uh really do respect him they hold him at high esteem and but griffith is like i'm not going to be owned by you i want to be your friend because i do care for you i do love you type thing um and then in the third arc you kind of find out what uh griffith is called to be by that red necklace that he has and then it takes a complete left turn and that's where i'm like hell no lost me on that one um but it is kind of like a it's a random story and it does in some parts make you curious about the the manga and the show to see how it ends up to the point of where the movie is to the movies are and each of them is like about an hour long so they're not long at all uh but that was an interesting one. That was an interesting one, to say the least. I haven't watched anything else new. I've been kind of going back and, and watching old stuff. The Mummy, Mummy Returns, uh, Pitch Black. I need to find Chronicles of Riddick, because that's like one of my favorite out of the Pitch Black movies. Because there's Pitch Black, Chronicles of Riddick, and then there's Riddick. Riddick was trash, just being honest. Um chronicles of riddick is for sure my favorite i feel like there's more story to it there's more going on and i think too because they they go so many not so many different places but pitch black they're on the same planet the entire time and chronicles of riddick they're going they show different places and i think that's probably why i like it uh more but um yeah nothing else new like i said at the beginning uh i had an interview today not really feeling it um I've applied to a lot of places and this will be teacher's corner. I've applied to a lot of places but it's like getting 
I, I'm just trying not to become anxious about everything and kind of just be like, you know, I've done my part. And of course, I, I can put in more applications and I probably will. But at the end of the day, I want the situation that I want. I want it in the, the circumstances that I want it in. Um, and I have to remind myself not to settle for less because literally during this interview, I was like finding it was already like genuinely not the situation that I wanted at all. But during the interview, it was easy for me to find um, ways to just make it work. And I'm trying to get away from doing that, just like trying to make things work instead of going for what I want to go for. And so just pray for a sister that she gets some more interviews soon for situations that God would have for because... I don't want to be in another situation than I am now where I settle for something that I don't want and end up unhappy. I want to be where I want to be. So, yes. I hope you enjoyed this episode of All Me. I'm going to do my best to get this up, get the next episode out next week, Wednesday. Stay consistent on Wednesday. But, you know, it's the summer. I've been going to sleep at 6 o'clock in the morning, waking up at 10 taking naps in the middle of the day. I have no sense of time. I think today is Friday. Yesterday, I thought it was Wednesday. You know, summertime vibes. Uh, But yeah, see you guys next time on Ami. Bye.